0: hi welcome to the holding hands throwing fist podcast i got the mic
1: and i have the opinions what's up that was strange
0: why why was it strange tell me
1: you just came home you jumped right into this and now you said the intro weird
0: i'm coming in hot
1: it seems like you're coming in low
0: no no way what are you talking about i'm ready it's season eight episode 11 it's time to rock and roll i got a lot of shit i gotta say
1: okay then
0: we want to start off the episode with some exciting news we have our first product live on holding hands and that's right everybody it's a t-shirt with the logo on the left chest and the logo blown up on the back the fabric material is a polyester spandex blend that's great for working out going for a run <coughs> andreas or sitting <laughs> your ass on the couch <coughs> slick <laughs> and Raymond, for that matter.
1: I was thinking Billy Alexander.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, actually, when I wrote that, I was thinking of Billy Alexander. <laughs> right now, we only have a blue that's called Ink Navy, but there's plenty of more coming down the pipeline. The shirts are $30, but since it's the holidays and we want to extend the gift to our friends and listeners, please use the coupon code Boo Boo for $10 off. That's right. Holding Hands and ThrowingFist.com, use coupon code Boo Boo B-O-O-B-O-O, for $10 off. It's a steal. And remember to choose either standard shipping or pick up in person during the checkout so we can see your beautiful faces. I have to say, I've worn quite a bit of product that I've designed and developed, but rocking the holding hands and throwing fist crest just makes you feel extra powerful.
1: Babe, you really got some shit done. You got a storefront up online. You had these fucking... Super cool shirts made. I am I am excited me to wear my holding hands and throwing fists t-shirt. Working out
0: well when you order, make sure you use coupon code boo boo. Of course <laughs> I will. In addition, we also want to shout out the Happy Pill Project store, which also went live uh, last week. There are jiu jitsu rash guards, t-shirts, and beanies for sale as well over there, and you can find them all on the Happy Pill Project's Instagram. Now. I'm going to be talking a lot on the front half of this. Honestly, uh, that should have been your
1: story. (laughs) Two storefronts?
0: I know, it only took freaking three years, God.
1: Yeah, but not just storefronts. Let's, Let's toot your horn a little bit. You also designed literally everything on both of these websites, had it produced, had meetings about it all, and now people can buy it.
0: It's pretty exciting. And That's it's only really going to get exciting. better. It's only going to get better. We don't want to take um, our our friends and listeners hard-earned money. Uh, but, you know, it, it goes to support to pay because I think I realized that we have to, our, our annual uh, payment of what we use to host the podcast <laughs> is coming up soon. So uh, make sure you use coupon code boo boo because we really just put an artificial uh, price up. And then put the coupon code because that would just be fun for everyone to type in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm proud of you, babe. Thank you.
0: Thanks, babe. I appreciate it. Uh, on to my story this week. UFC Orlando is one of the best cards of the year. What? While we wanted to stray away from covering the week to week events, this one was especially exciting and worthy of a shot. Shout out. This was the last free live event of the year and the crowd in Orlando was loud. Oh, I wish I was there. I know dude. UFC has a rich history of crazy cards in Orlando. In fact, the famous post fight interview where Nate Diaz called out Conor McGregor by saying he was stealing everything he had worked for motherfucker. That was at, UFC on Fox in December 2015
1: in Orlando. Wow. Great throwback
0: some highlights from this past Saturday were Jewish fighter Nathan Levy winning and calling out Kanye West in the post-fight scrum which was awesome incredible Darren the Damage Elkins getting checked by the doctor before the final round for a pretty bad cut that was bleeding getting approved to continue the fight and then egging on the crowd while letting the <laughs> blood drip down his face it was pretty freaking ridiculous our boys and girls Michael Johnson Clay Guida and Angela Hill all won via decision so good for them that they won and an amazing Main card in, win- in which, babe, 100% of the fights ended via KO, TKO, or submission.
1: That's when Dana White should have given every winner a bonus.
0: I don't know if he was there or not, but he probably wasn't because he's probably like,
1: eh. Someone still gets bonuses. They still I know, decide. But he's
0: usually there when he's the one to make that uh, multi-million dollar decision. Well, not mm-hmm. multi-million. What is it? $1,500,000, $700,000 decision.
1: Not even a full mill.
0: Nico Price versus Philip Rowe was one of those classic back-and-forth matchups where Nico was winning the last round, beating up Philip, and almost knocked him out, but then gassed himself out and then got himself TKO'd. We were sad for Nico, but he looked great and it was an exciting fight for everyone and it was good to see him back after a long layoff from knee surgeries. Mm -hmm. Roman DeLuce caught Jack Hermanson in one of the most unique pins ever seen in the octagon, which he used the calf slicer, cool term, right, babe? Totes. To put Jack face down on the canvas in such a way that there was no escape. DC had a great point by saying that every MMA gym in the country is going to see how that worked this week. Sergey Pavlovich beat Taito Avasa in one of those fights where you realize heavyweights throw really, <laughs> really freaking hard and can end fights in less than a minute if they set their mind to it. Rafael Dos Anjos had a clinic in which he both beat Brian Barberina and gained the distinct honor of being the first fighter to accumulate eight hours of octagon time. How freaking crazy is that?
1: My jaw's on the floor. I don't
0: think I've ever worked a full eight-hour day in my life (laughs) all the way through the way that he's worked eight full hours in my And that's crazy. Out of all the fighters, he's been in, him, he did it he's been in there the longest it's, it's crazy It
1: like i would have no point of reference to even try to guess who would be on that list of most octagon time probably but, the
0: cowboys obviously frankie's number two
1: yes that we knew. um
0: the some of the millers you know
1: right just people who have been around longer i suppose already like are are up there. You would think, you would think, but not always.
0: Not always. And it's also who's the most, who's in main events too because you got to be in five round fights, right? Wow.
1: Well, way to go, RDA.
0: (laughs) And last, but certainly not least, our boy, Booty Boy Thompson and our boys, Booty Boy Thompson and Kevin Holland had the most exciting fight of the night and some people say fight of the year candidate. I think we landed on the fact that it's probably top five, but not fight of the year for real but it was exciting i watched it i made these notes before i actually watched it from front to back and i watched it the other uh the other night in bed while you were sleeping (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it was freaking exciting yeah it was a lot of back and forth and kudos Um, they said the corner stopped it which is good and exciting that the corner i told you that yeah and but john annick said it too in the broadcast but at least when you actually listen to the, the the mic of what was going on um kevin said take this shit off me He said, Oh, so he
1: made the decision. I don't know. Maybe,
0: maybe the maybe his corner had said something first, like I'm gonna call it or whatever, and he said, Take it off me. But the way that he said, Take it off me, it seemed like it was his decision, or at least that he was okay with it. And he should should not hang his head
1: either way. That's what we like to hear either the corner or the fighter themselves making the smart decision.
0: And while you can make the argument that it would be nice to. Uh, for Kevin Holland to actually have wrestled and try to win the fight. Mm. He still definitely did not, uh, you know, it's one of those situations where both kind of did win, even though he lost and he had lost, it sucks. But he came out like awesome.
1: Wait, that's so true. And did we end last week's episode it, uh, like discussing how we wanted both of them to win? Of course. So we kind of got what we wanted. There we go. Wow, holding hands and throwing fists is, there's a shift. There's a shift happening. There's something around the corner, babe. I'm, and I'm gonna get into it later. But why don't you get your story over with? <laughs> over with. I didn't. Road. I, I put mean a that. lot of time into this one, guys. I put a lot of time into all these stories uh, this season. Yeah, we need this
0: season to end.
1: <laughs> I know. I feel like a little overwhelmed all the time but it's okay
0: actually yeah more on that later
1: <laughs> since holding hands and throwing fists likes to keep you all on the pulse of MMA news we have to address the James Kraus gambling story Literally, it's all MMA podcasts have been mentioning for a month, but we never did. Um, I didn't even really want to discuss it this week, but it is a huge story in MMA and gambling. And we like to provide you with the stories related to fighting, but not necessarily about a fight. So it just it was calling my name. So uh, George and I were listening to MMA Hour Monday afternoon and Ariel Hawani and his crew did a huge breakdown of this story. Like, so major credit goes to GC from that show because he put together a really clear timeline of this story, which is what I use to write my notes, not plagiarize, just Citation. guide them. there you go. And so, thank you GC. First and foremost, you might remember that we love James Krause. We think he's smart, He's handsome. He's a decent fighter. Definitely a better coach. He's a good speaker. Um, Some might say he kind of looks like George. Maybe that's why I think he's so handsome.
0: He's got great hair, though. Great hair.
1: I wouldn't say it's great. Okay. I Mm -hmm. wouldn't say it's great. Um, So I have to say we were pretty interested when his name came out in regards to illegal gambling activity. (gasps) That's right illegal gambling activity. So here's how the story goes. Derek Miner, and I just have to say this, this guy spells it D-A-R-R-I-C-K, Derek? Yeah. But it's pronounced Derek, like, oh, just so many things wrong with this. Anyway, I'm so sorry, this was <laughs> not in my notes. That's
0: how it started. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. It's illegal to have a fucking stupid name like Derek.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's why people come to this uh, podcast <laughs> the real fire (laughs) content and the fire takes.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll start again. Derek Miner, one of Krause's fighters, fought against Sha Yalin on November 5th. Hours before the fight, the betting lines drastically changed from Yalin being a negative 220 favorite to a negative 420 favorite. This last minute shift caused suspicions and an investigation into potential leaks slash fight fixing since it turned out Minner went into the fight with a leg injury so the lines seem like they maybe didn't shift that much from a negative 220 to a negative 420 for his opponent to be the favorite but um, the lines also indicated that a lot of people were betting specifically on a round one TKO. Uh Insert thinking emoji here.
0: Too obvious.
1: George and I rewatched the fight, and Minner weirdly throws two back-to-back kicks with what we now know is the injured leg, and when he gets knocked down, even Dom Cruz, one of the commentators, said... "Quote: He's not even trying to get out of this." End quote. Insert side eye emoji here. Mm. I barely touched all the important develops of this developments of this story yet. So as always, I'll try to make the rest of this pretty fast. But it's so interesting, and there's never been a story like this before. Um, it's just. Something shady went on. George and I have, have decided, George, with his help, we, we know something shady went on. Of course. But as I tell you the rest of this story, which um, is not so long, but there's a little more left. Don't
0: clip your wings, babe. You're doing great.
1: We'll just tell you that we don't know what the shadiness is or who the shadiness involves, but we really hope it's not our boy, James Krause. Which leads me to the next and maybe most important piece of information. James Krause, Derek Minner's coach, is a known gambler.
0: Super known gambler. He
1: is super known. As a matter of fact, he used to be on the Anakin Florian podcast discussing bets. Anakin Florian podcast is one of the other MMA podcasts podcast I listen to religiously and I listened to them today to see if they would mention did it. Did they? They did not say one thing so that's where I want to say J-D-
0: no one else in the industry even knows that that was the case and everyone's talking about James Krause this week but a hard-hitting reporter yeah. you your name because I can't say your name on the show no but me <laughs> he's pointing at me everyone you are you have that context and bit. you
1: know that's John Annick being like you're not taking my motherfucking job I don't even know you. Yeah, that was basically. Kenny who wanted you on our broadcast.
0: What, what do you bra? think? You yeah. think it's uh, you think it's John Annick making that decision, or you think it's Hunter Campbell being like, "Hey, uh, Johnny."
1: I don't know.
0: I don't know. Is Hunter Campbell my hero, by the way? Lately,
1: I don't know, but don't ever and wink at me again. <laughs> 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 All right, so keep it j- going, toots. <laughs> Okay. James Krause is a known gambler. As a matter of fact, he has or had his own Discord channel where he gave his betting recommendations. This Discord channel had different subscription types to gain access to his picks. Dude. Dude. In a somewhat recent interview with Ariel, James Krause even admitted that he makes more money from betting than he ever did as a fighter or as he currently did or does as a coach. None of this was necessarily problematic or illegal, But of course, hindsight is making people view all of these things in a new light now that one of James Krause's fighters is involved in last minute betting line changes, which for people like me who don't know anything about betting at all, means that not only did a lot of people bet on Miner's opponent to win, but they bet a lot of money. And that was the bigger problem than the movement from the negative 220 to negative negative two. 420 excuse Mm me Um, so that led people to believe that information about Miner's injury was leaked somehow Um, from then on so that's November 5th ish here's a timeline of the interesting events in this story and also some background information so no the fight was November 5th November 11th is when rumblings of talk about the story was were coming out but Dana White said there's no evidence of wrongdoing but then November 19th, one of James Krause's fighters said that his coach wasn't allowed in his corner. And then November 24th, Krause's Discord, where he gave betting advice, was deleted. He said that some of the subscribers would pay $2,000 for his betting advice.
0: That's insane. The tiered people. And the, the introduction, did you hear this? No. He, had, he said over 1,000 subscribers at $50 a month. Right. This motherfucker was making $50,000 a month just from Discord that then he was betting and making more money.
1: So, Discord definitely seems to play a factor in this story. Mm -hmm. Um, December 1st is when the Ontario gaming operators, like the whole dang Canadian province, (laughs) decided they're not taking any UFC bets anymore.
0: That's crazy.
1: Then on December 2nd, UFC finally released a statement because so far all we had gotten was on November 11th, Dana saying there's no evidence of wrongdoing. And the UFC statement came out late on a Friday night, hoping it would get overlooked and lost in the weekend bustle. Anyway, they said they are cooperating with government investigations into this situation. Derek Miner has... Been cut from the UFC, and any fighter who continues to work with Krauss as their coach or train in his gym will not be permitted to partake in UFC events pending the outcome of the investigation regarding the betting on Minner's fight. So, um, George was like, This is the big story, but don't forget, it's like pending the investigation. It's not like James Krauss and his fighters and his gym is like forever more banned. But that's a big fucking deal.
0: I mean, he might be though. He might. It might be a P. Rose situation in baseball, where the, your man is still not in the Hall of Fame after all these years. Right. Most hits in MLB history, I
1: think. Something <laughs> like that. Um, last to note: no noon, no new news has really come out. But several more Canadian provinces have banned betting on UFC events, and it's a whole
0: freaking sport they're just like nah we're not taking money (laughs) on
1: yeah I really don't know where this is gonna go but we have to keep you as we said on the pulse of MMA news and don't you worry I will update you when we have actual factual information which is why I waited to do this story until this week
0: babe that's awesome thank you for that you have kept me on the pulse on that and that's awesome and what did I want to say yeah, my, oh, my guess, uh, we talked about this off air. See how it was cool how I said off air?
1: Yeah, cause see how <laughs> we pretty, talk off air? We pretty don't cool. just talk when yeah, we have yeah, mics in our yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah,
0: believe it or not. <laughs> um, we talked about it off air that my guess is not that James Krause or Derek Minner, I think his name It is, is Minner, Minner, I know, I
1: said Minor one time.
0: Yeah, whatever. Uh, Derek Minner, I don't think that they were Minner. being nefarious- <laughs> I think that someone else at the gym was on the Discord channel who saw that he was hurt and then said something to someone else, and it was telephone. All on the yeah.
1: Thing. And as you said, if there's minimally a thousand subscribers and only half of them decided to bet something and they knew it was coming from a reputable source, mm-hmm. you know they all put bank on. To fight, or even if just two
0: bad actors out of the thousand mm -hmm. were paying someone else off who's a
1: janitor at the gym, you know, like uh. it'll be interesting. Um, But let's let's move away from illegal activity to the holding hands and throwing fists classics rundown. Hey.
0: All right. Here we are its the classics rundown MMA fashion Bruce Buffer came in hot for the Orlando UFC card. <laughs> he was rocking the 2023 Pantone of uh, color of the year, Viva Magenta.
1: It was
0: incredible. Tonight I'm editing the podcast. I'm uploading it on on, uh, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. I'm putting it on YouTube, and I'm putting a picture of Bruce Buffer in his 2023 Viva Magenta Blazer on Instagram tonight.
1: All right. Hold them to it, people. Um, next up, we have an MMA boo-boo. So, both fighters in last week's main event broke their hands. Oof. Kevin Holland's break happened in the first round, and from then on out, Stephen Wonderboy, booty boy, Thompson, totally schooled him. If you're really, really into MMA boo-boos, you should go to Chris Weidman's Instagram page. George showed me that Weidman did a Live on his Instagram of Wonderboy backstage having the doctors look at his facial injuries and the video continues with him getting two sets of stitches.
0: It was pretty gnarly and just seeing fighters after a fight is always the thing that makes me realize that I can't watch fighting forever because it's rough, man. And he was like in best case, he was like in the best spirits possible. And the winner. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Good guy alert. <laughs> wee-oo, wee Brendan Lock-Nain said Bubba Jenkins called him the day after the PFL fight, and they had a 15-minute chat. Bubba called him after he lost the championship to Brendan Nane for which, if you remember, Holding Hands and Throwing fists had our, uh, what do you call it, school trip? Field trip. Field trip. They are friends and both good guys, and how freaking cool is that?
1: I love that story. I love feel-good stories like that. So mm-hmm. let's keep the feel-good going with the classics. We want both to win. Hey! Raphael Stotz and Danny Sabatello are fighting for the Bellator bantamweight title interim actually Um, both guys are just really funny over the top personalities they really are they really are they've both tried to make their fight something people look forward to and I wish Bellator tried to hype this fight up more because both guys could be and I think will be bigger stars but there's only so much they can do without their promotion Bellator promoting them
0: when are they even fighting is it Friday they were fighting
1: night? Friday night so Slick we'll be watching that at your place thank you
0: yeah alright we got a ton of MMA beef so I'm gonna try to make it quick
1: oh yeah Dustin
0: and Connor Dustin was in the hospital with a bad staph infection on his foot and actually if you google Dustin foot uh um, you might get something really weird <laughs> and you might get his foot blown up with staph infection Ooh. Connor tweeted in reply heal up soon scruffy knickers whatever that means <laughs> to which Dustin tweeted back you done filming Royd house and ready to get slapped around again which I thought was pretty good then Connor ruined by tweeting some stupid shit ending it I'm sending you off this earth Connor's fucking corner dude why does he ruin it MMA beef Patty the Batty versus Ariel Patty the baddie talk shit with Dana White on Patty the Baddie's podcast about Ariel making money off the fighters. And then Ariel spent an hour talking shit about how Patty's manager was the first person in the history of the MMA hour that's sixteen years, babe, to ask him to get paid for an interview.
1: Yo. Buried I don't him know. alive.
0: So we haven't talked about this off air yet. No, Did you listen to it? Was I, it bad? I
1: listened to like forty-five minutes of Ariel's
0: it was a little long.
1: It was long, but I am not so sure I can support Patty the Batty anymore. <gasps> I'm gonna say it. Wow. Yep.
0: Okay. Well, we gotta we gotta find out. We gotta find out. <coughs> Ally Aquinta and Kevin uh, Kevin Lee, babe. Remember they fought twice. Yes. <laughs> So uh, oh, I I'm, I didn't tell you about this. I no, saw this I'm on Twitter. To
1: know this story,
0: Kevin Lee posted a picture of him on a horse. Weirdly enough, he's a weird guy to be just <laughs> chilling on a horse with the caption that said "Samurai with no master. I'm coming back to fighting." Al replied, "You can't even afford a car." Kevin replied, "You live in a 400 square foot apartment by yourself." <laughs> Al replied pics of his beautiful waterfront house and said, I am your master. A little inappropriate. And this is the view from my villa. Eek. Then he posted a picture of his billiards room. (laughs) Said, how you like this? Kevin wrote, that shit looked like it was decorated in the (laughs) 1900s. And then the best of all is Derek Brunson inserted himself into the conversation on Twitter and wrote, y'all funny. This is getting good.
1: (laughs) See this? But I want, like, the Connor Dustin thing to keep going, too. Like you Like, you can diss someone without saying some stupid shit. That's incredible. Thank uh, you, Al and Kevin Lee.
0: <laughs> okay. Last and not least in MMA beef, it's holding hands and throwing fists versus another no-name couples podcast. What? In a niche sport in what? MMA. What? Babe. Who are they? We're calling them out. I don't want to say their name because there's a few of them actually I think. What? This is the one. This is the one. And I saw it and I said, I, I'm i going to listen to this right now. I'm going to listen. And I didn't listen. I didn't listen. I, I just skipped around. I skipped around. I, di- I did not do my due diligence. I am
1: shocked right now.
0: But let me tell you what I saw and what I heard. The audio sucked. <laughs> I saw... Oh, I gotta! I gotta hear you, in the monitor. Laugh again, will you?
1: Can't my ear?
0: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I saw their p- posting schedule; it's inconsistent. Then I also heard them just rambling. <gasps> no notes. No notes. You think you could just come in here unprepared? You know the, the couple's podcast space for MMA and jujitsu and Muay Thai. I'm not saying it's jujitsu, but it was probably jujitsu. <laughs> and then bragging about who they know oh my gosh i know who they're talking about and they're fucking nobodies okay no humor i didn't hear any laughter i didn't hear any laughter in the three seconds i skipped around (laughs) and let me tell you else something else it was boring and let me tell you i had thoughts i had thoughts i was like what why are we even really doing this and i was like what do i have to say in the podcast space, right? What do I have to say? Because I felt, you know, when I had COVID and stuff and and I still battled through and we still (laughs) did this this show, I was like, what do I have to say? Do I have anything to say? And I'm like, yeah. I got... Everything I got to motherfucking say out my fucking voice. And I got to say this. We're inconsistent. We're-, <laughs> <laughs> we're inconsistent. <laughs> I was thinking about stopping, but we can't stop thinking about these inconsistent scrubs out there. That's what I wanted to say. Wow. We're, we're still fucking here.
1: All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Since we have this energy, I think it's perfect for our last <laughs> bullet point. It's we like you on this week's UFC card. Let's go. Joaquin Buckley. We, we like, like you. Chris Curtis. We,
0: we like, you. like you.
1: Chris Dawkins. We, we
0: like, you. like you.
1: Billy Quarantillo. We, we like you. Jared Gordon. We, we like, like you. you. And Jan Blahovich, We like we you. We like you,
0: dude, a lot. Rooting <laughs> for
1: all of you. Tricky with the Chris versus Chris fight because they're fighting each other. Other, but it's mm. all good.
0: Babe, I love you. Let's keep this shit going.
1: Fuck them. You're telling me off air who the fuck it is.
0: This episode was brought to you by Holding Hands and Use promo code Boo Boo. Fuck you, Bud Light Seltzer.